Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody, uh, some sad news to share this afternoon, wrestling legend the Iron Sheik has passed away, the news has just been broken on his uh, on his Twitter account that I'm sure many of you were familiar with over the years, uh, but yeah the pro wrestling legend has sadly passed away, uh, there's a statement here just kind of going over a few important bits and pieces, uh, today we gather with heavy hearts to bid farewell to a true legend a force of nature and an iconic figure who left an incredible mark on the world of professional wrestling. It is with great sadness that we share the news of the passing of the Iron Sheik, uh, but we also take solace in knowing that he departed this world peacefully, leaving behind a legacy that will endure for uh, generations to come. He is survived by his children, Tanya, Nikki, Marissa and son-in-law Eddie as well, uh, and will ultimately go down as one of the most effective and money-drawing heels in WWE history, long before it was WWE, of course, and he was a familiar opponent of one Hulk Hogan in Madison Square Garden and various other places. Just a really instrumental figure in that era of wrestling in the most successful wrestling promotion in the world. Uh, transitional WWE champion, of course. Um, kind of pioneered... The whole, you know, it, it's an outdated trope now, but the the the, the menace from overseas mm-hmm. kind of gimmick and everything else. Um, but obviously, there's a human being behind all of this bluster and all of this showbiz and stuff. And ultimately, it's sad uh, that the family man has passed away. So we share our thoughts and condolences to the family. But um, you're a big bad wrestling historian <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the Iron Sheik and what he meant to pro wrestling yeah it's funny like the word legacy obviously gets used a lot when wrestlers pass away and there's very different ways to carve out a legacy in pro wrestling but it can't go understated what it meant to be a transitional champion when the Iron Sheik was one compared to now nowadays uh, it's just a matter of putting a belt on somebody in between two guys and you don't even often need to do that there's a million different finishes wasn't the case back then Um, the Iron Sheik was kind of the last well one of the last um, transitional champions that existed more in the territorial model of it Bob Backlund was an outgoing babyface Hulk Hogan and all he brought was the incoming one and a heel was needed but it couldn't just be any heel you couldn't just not to pick on this guy or pick a name out of thin air but you can't just lean on a Miz back then it needs to be somebody that brings people to Madison Square Garden the world's most famous arena and all that that conjures to put over Hulk Hogan to set this star who is very obviously going to go on this massive trajectory and carry the company Vince McMahon Jr's vision of the company on his back into goodness knows where in 1984 that's a lot of pressure that is not just somebody carrying a belt from one building to another having beaten Bob Backlund to lose to Hulk Hogan and it really can't go understated and I think it never did 
and that's a credit to the Iron Sheik's charisma. That's a credit to what a good job he did of playing this, uh, yeah, foreign menace. It's playing on the xenophobia, but it was very much of the time. It looks more in the time than if it was to come about in the present day, of course. But it feels like it fits in that era, and ultimately, the heels were always vanquished. You know, he lost mm -hmm. the WWE title to the American hero Hulk Hogan. Him and Nikolai Volkov would go on to win the tag team titles from the US Express at WrestleMania 1 and you could still play with the foreign menace as heels even then in mid-card roles and things like that. He was brought back nearly a decade later as Colonel Lee Stafford to fight Hulk Hogan again alongside Sergeant Slaughter when it was Iran, Iraq, post-Gulf War. So yeah. that wasn't in the best taste but he was very good at playing the most cartoonish version of that. We were over the slaughter cheapest of the heat now we just needed cartoon villains well he always and was just like a gigantic one. personality yeah. as well like above everything else apart from being like a valuable uh, opponent to pit against your gigantic headlining baby faces who you need to make all the money in the world and stuff um he always had that miles wide personality i mean even if you go back and watch something like the gimmick battle royal at yeah, WrestleMania yeah. x7 yeah. i mean the guy like obviously he's not in the best shape of his mm -hmm. life like you can tell from the way he walks down the ring even but he still resonates something and it's it kind of wild that even like you know well like 20 years removed from his prime you're still like oh my god it's the iron Sheik. <laughs> So, yeah, man, like, it's easily one of the most iconic characters in pro wrestling history, for it's, sure. It's not a measure of anyone's career how WWE present them. Um, obviously, there are often politics and there are fallouts and there are reasons why the market leader, the self-appointed stewards of pro wrestling, elect not to preserve somebody in amber, yeah. but they did with the Iron mm -hmm. Sheik. He uh, was constantly brought back in things such as the Gimmick Battle Royal. He was the manager of the Sultan for a brief while and, of course, shared WrestleMania time with The Rock at WrestleMania 13. He was a novelty guy that could be relied on to give you five minutes of fun and games on a Nostalgia TV special. He might have even been in Legends House or one of them similar kind of network yeah. projects. He was just a figure that they could rely on once in a while to do a funny bit and not everybody gets that. Not everybody gets like their last five minutes let alone several versions of that Bobby Heenan famously quit didn't he that by the time the Iron Sheik gets the ring it'll be Wrestlemania 38 yes. he got to Wrestlemania 38 <laughs> like he it was back, he was backstage there in Dallas at Wrestlemania 38 so in the end like there was all of these little moments that people can savour from multiple generations and not everybody gets it yeah. like you really can't again for all you can't understand the very serious business that he conducted at various points in his career you kind of can't underestimate the value of those silly ones too no, absolutely, and a regular on the convention circuit, you know, after his in-ring days were over and everything else. Uh, just someone who's going to endure in the annals of this weird, wacky thing that we had all his, enjoy and love for a living. Had a strange Olympic history, which is woven into fiction as much as fact, yeah. but that's part of the fun, I think, when you're a pro wrestler. The, 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 the things he would do with those old-fashioned weightlifting gimmicks. Yeah. I forget like, the names, but you'll, the, you'll know what I'm referring to, and you'll see plenty of videos of it now that he's passed. It's just a cult of personality that goes yeah. far beyond the wrestling stuff as well, and like, there's not a lot of people who have that. Particularly today, when like people are, for better or worse, mostly for better, very earnest about who they are, mm -hmm. like on social media, and there's like less of a line and you can see every kind of aspect of everyone's life you'd see him with his old school weights and stuff yeah. and it was just like yeah like a, a huge dynamic popping wrestling presence and uh, yeah just to kind of circle back to this at the end of all of this is that somebody's lost their father here uh, and it's you know on the human level uh, that's generally where my kind of thoughts go to in situations like this so once again 
Rest in peace, the Iron Sheik. It's just a guy that will never be forgotten at all. There's no danger of that happening. He's far too important to the history of this sport uh, and everything else. And best wishes to his family, his friends, and everyone else who might be impacted by this. Yeah, sad afternoon. Um, Expect tributes to flood in from his colleagues, oh, from yeah. wrestlers that have met him. I would assume there'll probably be tributes on Dynamite and on SmackDown and probably even longer video packages that WWE have put together over the weekend. Yeah. He's an ex-WWE champion. The boots alone are like part of like wrestling iconography. I expect WWE will go big on the tributes and you could well expect like others from Outpour and from others yeah. in the wrestling community as well, which you would hope will you know bring some solace to his family and the friends and the people he's left behind. And they will be able to do more justice in their tributes and everything else than we could ever possibly yeah. hope to do uh, in this situation. So, signing off, I'm Andy. This is Michael. We'll see you later. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Want to know what it takes to make a million bucks? Check out My First Million. Every week we dive into different business opportunities and explain how to pounce on them. From one-man online operations to brick-and-mortar strategies, we cover it all. So whether it's your first million followers or dollars, start getting inspired with My First Million wherever you get your podcasts.